What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them, because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to another episode of Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, how's it going, guys? And LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. Hey, how's it going, guys? Ooh. Oh, Switch it up, bro. Oh, it's daytime, but I was a, I had a nighttime voice, you feel me? I am Mike, a.k.a. Gardy B. Uh, we're all dealing with this daylight savings time shit. So, you know, here we go, man. We got another great episode of the show. Thanks for tuning in. It is one year and like a couple days since the NBA shut down. And so we're going to start with that. This has been obviously the craziest year in any of our lives ever. The craziest year in NBA history ever. Craziest year of anything you could name, basically. But what do you guys think about where we stand a year later? First of all, where were you guys when you found out, you know, like what was that couple of days like? I think everyone was looking back on that. That was kind of an interesting slice of slice of time. Yeah, I feel like you cannot tell the the story of, you know, COVID in America and America's reaction to COVID without fucking Rudy Gobert being thrown in the mix. You know what I mean? With with that whole, you know, bullshitty pull with the touch of the mics and all. I feel like that was really a watershed moment. And then after that, of course, he tested positive and 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 they shut the league down. I feel like that was that was a watershed moment where um a lot of people in America, especially sports fans, are like, okay, this COVID shit is serious. We're really shutting 
shit down. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was, that's kind of what I take from that. I feel like that was a really big, a pivotal moment in, in our response to COVID. I remember thinking when they told us it's going to be like two weeks, how impossible two weeks would be. I have to be at home for two fucking weeks. Oh my God, the world is over. <laughs> it's been a year. You know what I mean? And like, what's wild about that is it wasn't real until the NBA shut down, right? Like, you know, it was all like, you know, it was other countries dealing with it. It was, you know, like it was going on in China and they were dealing with it. It wasn't for us. It wasn't real yet. I think it became real for the world in a lot of ways when the NBA shut down. Shit seemed like as, as, as soon as that happened, everybody else like, you know, follow suit. You know what I mean? So, man, it, I, I was I was at work when it happened and I remember leaving work like this, bro. Hand, like pulling my hand inside of my sleeve and grabbing doorknobs on the way out. Like I haven't felt comfortable since that moment fully. Um, and it's anywhere, it's anywhere. And it's insane. I feel way more comfortable than I did initially, obviously. Right. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, that was, that was, the NBA made it real for me. You're, it wasn't real to the, to the NBA shut it down. You're so right about that because I was, uh, as you guys know, like late February, I'm sick, no sense of taste or smell. Uh, I was, you know, I had to go to the ER because my oxygenation levels were low and shit. You had and, and this whole time I'm listening to the news and podcasts about the virus going around the world. I'm like, wow, those motherfuckers got it bad. You know, <laughs> not over here, though. You know? <laughs> like you weren't like you weren't watching the Super Bowl in a totally different room right. from your family. Right. You right, right, right. And I was just like, wow, man, Italy, like my people back in Italy are getting hit real hard right now. Uh, but you're right. It was when we started we in Italy before. It shut no, down? it was China. It was, it was in China. China but then, they had it real bad in Italy. Like okay. it, it was right and, after the NBA shut down. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was the same profile as here, like nursing homes, apartment buildings, anywhere where people were kind of densely populated but it was uh and you know gobert did the thing and and i like everybody else is like ah, it's kind of a fucked up joke you know given that people in china and italy other places are having a hard or whatever but it wasn't you're absolutely right it wasn't until the league got shut down that i was like oh i'm probably gonna need to figure out what to do with my kids during the day you know what i mean <laughs> you two weeks mike <clears throat> you thought it was gonna be two weeks and like there was this moment of like uh, like I've compared it to like actually like the week after 9-11 there was a moment where we were like waving at our neighbors across the street you know what I mean we we're just, yeah. we're all gonna get through this together right right right, <laughs> right. rich uh, white people made uh those, those what that what the, that song when they were singing imagine we're in our homes bro you're at your vacation this is vacation for you bro I'm literally stuck in my crib bro without toilet paper dog you know, I got to take showers after I shit and you're going to sing to me and tell me shit sweet, bro. Fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> hey, do y'all remember the last regular day you had before this shit hit? Like the, the peak, the most peak non-COVID, pre-COVID day that y'all had, the last one before this shit hit. I do because I looked at my photos memories and so it was mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm a sports writer, right? So I like my Wednesday, I think the NBA got shut down on Wednesday, right? On mm -hmm. Tuesday... I covered a volleyball game. I went to dinner with Char. It was the week after Char and I's birthday. So I took her out for like the most expensive dinner we've ever had. We went to the nicest steakhouse in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was just that thing where we did like four things in one day. 
Whereas yeah. now you can do one thing again, but you have to plan everything around. You can't do <laughs> right. something on the way to something else. Bro, the, the last peak non-COVID day I had was, was a Saturday before all this shit kicked off. Me and my wife, we, we went and kicked it with Kev on stage. We had dinner with him before mm. his comedy show in a crowded restaurant. Wow. Then we went to see Kev on stage, do his show in a crowded comedy club. <laughs> Then me and then my wife went home and I linked up with the homies and went to a crowded bar to watch fucking Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. And it's like, bro, they, I was breathing so many humans air that day <laughs> in confined spaces. And I'm like, I don't know if that shit's ever going to happen again. Or like that scale where I'm just hopping around from, you know, strange fucking heavily populated indoor venue to indoor venue and shit. I don't remember about two weeks. Raw dogging the air. Right, raw talking back. <laughs> like no mask, <laughs> just like just letting everyone into your lungs, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember about two weeks of like. I, it was like I think the last thing I remember was All Star Weekend, and I I want that to come back, bro. You know what I mean? Like two week, like two weeks of days where I don't give a fuck about what happened. Like I I miss like that like not memorable ass fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, and you said, I, I, I was, I, I'm driving, I'm thinking like, damn, remember I could just like go grab a water from Walgreens and then go somewhere else. Like now I got to mask up and think, and then, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, every, you gotta calculate the risk every time you make a stop. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's wild. Is it worth man. going in here? Should I just wait to get more, like a big, a week's worth of water? The next right, time right, like, right. Whatever. You know what I mean? Do, do, so. do you think, I mean, I think that it's going to be a big, uh, you know, once we hit the point probably in the next month where there's enough vaccine for everyone who wants it and it becomes a question of the demand, not the supply, um, I, it'll become a matter of personal preference. But what do you like? I struggle to picture myself going to Staples Center and sitting in the mezzanine. You know what I mean? I, I like I'm sure we will get back to a point where things are more or less, quote unquote, normal. But like Tyler said, like, I cannot picture going to a crowded restaurant and then a crowded comedy club. Like it's difficult for me to put my head in that space. You know what I mean? Out of there with an STD from breathing, bro. I, 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 <laughs> bro, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I. Don't, I, it, I think it's. It'll. It'll be a while, man. Like, I. It'll. It'll. It'll be a while. It doesn't seem worth it, and it seems. It. I think I'd be. I. I have we all gonna have some level of PTSD after this, man. You don't you don't you don't make it out of this. Yeah. You gotta be crazy to make it out of this clean, bro. You gotta be a literal insane human being to come out of this and not have some reservations after this. You it's, know, it's, I mean? it's like the um, it's like my mom would always say, like if anyone ever tells you they don't need therapy, just turn around and walk away. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Is <laughs> it because those are the ones where if anyone says like, "Oh, the last year it was cool," like yeah. you don't Bro. even continue the conversation. Sociopath, <laughs> you gotta run. Don't walk away. Run away. Actually, don't run away because you might trigger their their, their prey, the predator and prey. You know what I mean? The, the predator. <laughs> they might be right. Right. You don't want to trigger that. So walk away calmly. Yes. Yeah, speed gonna, walk. Treat them like a bear. You know. What mean? Right. Just arms out to the side. Really big and, and back, back away. away. Yeah. You know? If you turn around and run they might be on your back biting they might back. be on that ass dog and it may not be there but they may be making a plan to see your ass a couple of days later dog you feel me they gonna pull up again bro but for sure yeah man 
It Weirdo is, shit it, if you don't it, need that. The, the, quote, the quote from uh, Fauci a couple weeks ago, which I think is good as we look at the NBA over the course of last year or NCAA or anything else, is he said it was hard last March to convince people how much things were going to change for the worse. And he said it's hard this March to convince people how quickly things are going to change in going back to normal. And he said that, and I was like, that's great. And it is crazy to me. I mean, in L.A. County, we were in total lockdown like, you know, a month ago. And they're opening movie theaters and gyms tomorrow. <laughs> so it is going quick. But the, the thing that when I heard that, I was like, but I don't know that people are ready to do. You know what I mean? Like there's 11 million people in L.A. County. They'll fill Staples Center up when they open it for the Lakers again. But I don't know that most people are going to be in that headspace to like, let me do all that shit again right away. I don't know. Or maybe they will. Yeah. Maybe if they're starved and it's water for them. You know what I mean? I it, Like it's going to be. No one knows the answer to that question. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, we, we might be viewing this from, from the lens of old guys who don't really need the scene, but I'm sure like a 23-year-old is going to fucking go crazy <laughs> once they get vaccinated and shit opens They've back been, up. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, and I yeah. mean, listen, like people in their early to mid-20s have been, you know what I mean? Like, listen, I'm on Instagram. Like, we, we've covered kids the last 50 years. So I, like, you House see the parties going crazy, you feel me? college kids life wasn't that different except the the liquor was cheaper because they didn't have to go to the bar you know what i mean like uh, honestly that that's the number one thing i've heard and a lot of kids love not having to go to class in person they just you know what i mean fire the laptop up open zoom turn the camera off and chill you know what i mean playing cod you check in when you have to check in like whatever so i mean it's it'll be <laughs> yeah it'll it'll be it'll be interesting i'll put it like that speaking of college kids the ncaa tournament is starting up uh on thursday we're recording this on selection sunday um what do you guys I, i've always felt like there was a dividing line between the nba major league baseball nfl obviously and college sports like i totally respect the nba guys and the, and the nba players union being like we're not trying to shut off our income for a full year like we need to find a way to make this work I think the NBA did better than the other leagues, in my opinion, at, at finding a way to make it work because they invested in the, the bubble concept initially. But what do you think about the NCAA tournament? Should we be having it? Um, how different do you think that the moral question is between the pros and, and college? I mean, the kids are getting paid and they're still out there. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, like, the, in, the, in the NBA, they decided that because they, these, they have to pay bills and shit, right? You know what I mean? The NCAA is doing this so they can make money per, th- themselves, the schools and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, I, I think the kids wanted to play, bro. It seemed like most of the kids wanted to play. Um, and it probably helped to get their mind off a lot of this shit. But, I mean, I, I, morally, it's the NCAA is wrong foundationally without COVID. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's like w- when I think about this, I, I feel the most, like, pity for People um, for, for kids who are seniors in high school when this when this shit hit it and they got robbed of their proms, their graduations, and all that shit. And I also felt bad for the kids who you know were, were playing college ball and that was going to be you know uh, the tournament and all that shit. Last year was going to be their last time to play or their last time to really impress scouts. Like those are the people who my heart goes out for the most in this in this shit. Um, if, if we're talking about you know young younger people here. Um, but, you know, I, I do feel like, of course, it's always trash because these kids aren't getting pay, paid and they're putting themselves out there. But I, like you said, I do think a lot of these kids do want to play. So I, it's, I, it's a I, sticky situation. It's a real <laughs> sticky situation. It's, it's a conundrum. 
I'm, I got a I'm question gonna, for you. I got a but, question. Well, for hold you. on. Let me. Say, I'm, I just want to say I'm really glad you guys made that point because I've I've struggled with this as a sports writer that we all know that the NCAA is fucked up, right? I mean, it's like yeah. I'm I'm as opposed to the NCAA tournament now without players getting paid as I was in 2018 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it it already doesn't make sense that there's a billion dollar TV contract for it and the people who are playing the games don't make any of that money. Like that already is that's wrong regardless <laughs> of whether it's COVID or whatever else. But I saw a lot of people, and we know Twitter, obviously, the sports community that we're a part of tends to fall on the, at least from what I see, the much more liberal side. And so I saw a lot of that, like, they shouldn't allow the NCAA stuff to happen. They shouldn't allow the football to happen. And all of the football, and I mean, we knew a couple of the USC football players that organized the letter writing campaign that got the governor to change his mind about college football out here. All the college basketball and football players I know wanted to play because that's what they wanted. That's what they love to do. And so the question to me was they're in this crooked system. Do they still have a right? Like from the liberal perspective to have a voice. I mean, like if they want to play, even though the system is rigged, is that like, I feel it's more immoral to say to them, like, no, 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 it's fucked up. This stuff shouldn't happen. than to say like, because the only route for you right now is a crooked system that's rigged against you your opinion like doesn't matter you know what i mean like it it felt really weird like some of the more liberal people were kind of shutting these kids up and that always bothers me because i'm like i'm looking at a bunch of black kids that i know from long beach who are saying this is what i want to do with my life Mm -hmm. whether it's a good decision or not it's their decision about what they want to do and then i saw a lot of people like i don't know who seemed upset about that who seemed like they sort of didn't have the right i guess to want those things to continue one thing i've noticed this year is like like when you when I was watching college football without like fans, like the difference between college football and pro football, you know, it's very different in quality of player, but it's still really good, right? College basketball without fans is almost impossible to watch, bro. The difference yeah. between the pros and and college is so big, and you really don't really realize that when you have the fans there and you're like, you you know, it's not as good, obviously, but you don't realize how big of a gap it is when you have the fans there and you're really enjoying it because the experience of it all, a lot of it is like, you know, the fans, you know, like the, the, how much they like are, are into the game and shit. Right. You know what I mean? And, but like without fans, just basketball, it was virtually impossible to watch these games. Um, NBA is still NBA basketball. It's still really good. You know what I mean? But, and even with college football, I was like, you know, this is still enjoyable. The NBA well, spent the money to make it look like a different thing. But it's, I think it's, it, but also the quality of player. Man. I, I agree with you. you know what the I mean? college games look so much more like kids playing in an empty gym. The NBA looks like they're on Mars or something. And you know what I mean? Like, they it just the, the look, it up a lot. Better. But as far as the quality, like, as far as like, like how good they are at the game, like college basketball players, they just, it, it's such a huge leap. All you those missed I mean? threes, that rim sounds extra loud in an empty I'm like, bro, <laughs> man, turn the sound down on them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely a big drop off in quality from NBA to college. And something that makes up for that is the atmosphere of college. Exactly. And we do not have that atmosphere exactly. this season due to shit being closed off. Yes. And without the fans, the atmosphere is absolutely yeah. like nothing. You know, are you guys I mean? gonna watch the tournament? Are you guys gonna watch it? Yeah, I'm 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 gonna tune in. I love the tournament, even if I don't give a shit about like college basketball that season. I always tune in for like, especially the, the the opening rounds. Yeah, yeah the, I mean it's definitely. it's just that's fun, but you know I mean I'll be honest, like the tournament hasn't been the same for me since like Syracuse went to the ACC and shit. 
like the Big East tournament to me was like really important. It kind of like was like my my little. That was your foreplay. Yeah, my little foreplay <laughs> before all the way was brick with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you and and and, 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 I, and I that it's not quite the same. That lead up was so important for me. I didn't know it was as a as a ACC fan, but like, but yeah, like um, I mean, I'm still I'm still gonna tap in, but it, I, I mean, it's a lot of basketball. A lot of, I mean, it, and it's it's generally fun, but. I don't know how fun it will be without the fans. Like, like I said, it's been really, really hard for me to watch college basketball this year. I'm, I've been watching teams like Alabama. They, they've been fun to watch, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, for the most part, like I've watched maybe a, 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 a half of Duke this year. I saw that. I'm like, these boys is poo poo. I'm good on this. <laughs> it's a fucking pandemic. I ain't putting my shit through any other stressful shit. Watching these boys is not good for my health. You know what I mean? But when Alabama plays, I watch them. They've been they've been really fun for a lot of this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting. I think I'll probably. I mean, I'm I'm the same as Tyler. I mean, it's gonna be on. I'll watch it. But I, you know, I know just from from the teams that we covered, we had a kid who opted out of the season and then decided at the semester break that he wanted to play and opted in. We had a kid who'd opted in at the start of the season who opted out at the semester break. Um, but largely what I just saw is, and I hope people appreciate this as they're watching the tournament, these kids effectively have been quarantining on their college campuses mm -hmm. for four months for this tournament, you know, for this season in the tournament. And a lot of them, you know, college basketball might be the worst sport at everyone thinking they're going to be an NBA player. Everyone thinking they're going to be a pro when there's 60 draft spots and a good chunk of them are going to dudes whose last names you can't pronounce from Europe, bro. <laughs> But like, so that's part of it, but also part of it is, um, and I, I know we, we wrote about this in Long Beach. Like I I've been genuinely inspired to be honest with you, because I'm so disillusioned and frustrated with the NCAA that I've kind of lost sight over the last few years of the kids and their motivation mm. for doing it, to mm. be honest with you. So to see this year, to see a, a bunch of people go, no, this is worth it to me. It means something to me. And it means mm -hmm. something, maybe no one else understands it, but I'm going to do it. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm rooting, obviously, number one, that, that uh, there's no outbreaks, that everyone who's playing in the tournament stays safe. For sure. Um, but, uh, but I'm just, I'm kind of, to be honest with you, in a totally old man way, I'm just kind of proud of all of the kids in the men's and women's tournament that, that, that made it work, man. Because most of them, a lot of them, they couldn't fly home to see their families on a holiday break. You know what I mean? Like a lot of them were in full on, you're in your dorm room or your apartment. And, you know, maybe as a party breaks out there, you know, <laughs> but for the most part, these, these kids have sacrificed much more than John, you said it. Like if you're a celebrity, if you're an NBA player, you got options, bro, to make the quarantining process more comfortable. You're not in a college dorm room at a time when there's no parties allowed to happen on your campus. <laughs> Bron's house looks like a fucking hotel. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like he has all the amenities. So like a lot of these NBA players, they don't really, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's it, I, it, that's a, that's a hell of a sacrifice. I didn't think about that. I think they're actually going to be like in kind of a bubble during the tourney, right? Isn't Indianapolis going to create some, somewhat like a bubble that the NBA did something similar. Um, yeah. Cause they're trying to find a way to get fans into the final four and everything. So we'll see, bro. It's going it, it's, it's, it's to be, it's going to be real interesting for sure. And bronze fucking outdoor gym. You saw it's nicer that? than any indoor gym I've ever been in. Listen, listen, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie was working out in the Witherspoon 97s. Those shits are going for 1200. That motherfucker was doing fucking lunges in them shits like fuck them. Okay. <laughs> They're different, 
We Tyler, can- did you see the video of Bronze Outdoor Gym, bro? He had like the family yeah, workout yeah, I saw day. That shit. They had machines yeah. out there that are like, if you'd have told me they were for space travel, I believe you. They have workout equipment. I don't even know what the shit does. They have two Smith machines, too. They can't share it in four people. <laughs> they need another Smith machine just in case another one wants. Like, what the fuck? You know, AD might stop by, bro. Like, right, you know. right, right. <laughs> you feel like, nigga, he said, just throw another one on there. <laughs> I'll take two off of them. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop, Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Little, little bit, a little bit of uh, breaking NBA news as we're getting to record. Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, I think what we all thought was going to be a really serious knee injury ended up uh, just being, I think, a bone bruise. So just a couple weeks. Um, a bone what, bruise? That was a bone bruise. I think it was a hyperextended. Yeah, but he can look like he hyperextended, hyperextended his knee. Yeah, yeah, but in any event, they're talking about it's just a couple weeks. Not, yeah. not going to be, a, you know, not what I. I mean, looking at it, it looked like. Ugh. 260, 270 pounds going on a knee that is bending that way is scary. Fair. You know what I mean? That's a lot of man. Yeah. On a backwards knee. So I, I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to. <laughs> the motherfucker was backwards though, dog. But, but least, shouts, yeah, we glad but, he's good. But, but, you, but you know what? Shouts, shouts to Russ for being the first one to go to NBA, given their history. You know what I mean? Those dudes do not get along. They do not like each other. And Russ was still the first one to 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 go up to him um, when he was, you know, on the floor after that. So Russ is a real one, man. Shots I think the thing with Russ is uh, like Russ don't really. I don't think Russ cares. I don't think Russ is like. Correct. I don't think Russ really like. He doesn't fuck with you on the court, right? But I don't think he cares enough to fuck with you or not fuck with you off the court. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you the homie, you the homie. If you not. I don't dislike you. I don't necessarily like you off the court. You know what I mean? But if there's an injury, of course. But Russ is such a Russ is the way you want to be famous, dog. You know what I mean? K- Katie, <laughs> ta- Katie talked about it like uh, in the difference in where they were when they were in Oklahoma City, and I think it's absolutely true of Russ. Like he has a grounded family life. He mm-hmm. always had a grounded yeah. family life. He, his parents, like when he goes to his mom and dad's house. And the cooking's done. He asked if they want him to do the dishes or take the trash out. Right, right. And, and if he puts his phone down at the at the, at the table, eating, he'll do that to if his he, actual he, family. You know, he'll what I mean? do that if he makes three billion dollars. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and I, I think that's I do think that's a personality thing. But like when we were in uh, when we were in London for the Olympics, he's doing a media availability. He sees Harden walking on his phone across the gym. He turns around and throws a basketball to knock the phone out of James Harden's hand <laughs> and then turns back and continues the interview. Like he has a real, the on off, he knows exactly where his on off switch is. You know what I mean? He steps on the court, he flips it on the game's over. He flips it off. Like, <laughs> I love it, man. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. All timer for me. Uh, okay. So speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of lightning rod <laughs> point guards, what did you guys think of, uh, of the Sixers announcer, Sixers broadcaster saying that uh, Ben Simmons was, uh, I think he said very overrated. I think he didn't just say overrated. He said very overrated. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was a Wizards announcer. I forget the dude's name, but Drew Gooden was, was just, <laughs> Drew Gooden, who was on that Wizards announcer team was just like, wow. <laughs> right? Like, like, <laughs> like he couldn't believe the shit that he said. But you know what? It's, it's weird to me because I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm not in the corner of NBA Twitter or, or NBA discourse where I hear, 
Ben Simmons overrated talk. I feel like there's a distinct, you know, two sides of, of, of people on how they evaluate Ben Simmons. He's either trash or even the people who are high on Ben Simmons know that, yes, he impacts the game beyond scoring with, you know, um, you know, playmaking defense, but he could impact it so much more if he was a two or three level scorer. I feel like even the people who are high on Ben Simmons are pretty realistic about it from the, from the discourse that I've seen. So, so I don't see a lot of Ben Simmons is overrated talk to y'all. Uh, it's like, weirdos that just put all the weight on how he scores but like you said he can he doesn't need to score to be good you know there's people that need or he doesn't need even a jumper to be good there's people that need that jumper to affect the game he affects the game in so many ways you know what i mean that he doesn't need that you know what i mean so i think it's, it's weirdos that are saying he doesn't have a jumper and all that but i mean it's that's i don't think people that are actually fucking with basketball are really saying he's overrated i think we all see his, his his benefit and the things he needs to work on you know I what just, i mean like what's what's rated you know what i mean like what's underrated and what's overrated he's an all-star definitely you know what i mean like, I, I, like I, but i, I just like player. uh logan our 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 homie uh logan murdoch made this point bro like how many dudes get referred to as stars or superstars in the nba and it, realistically you should be talking about like braun steph kd, KD yeah i don't I, but like it's you really talk about like three dudes, but that category in conversation gets opened up to like 15 people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and I just think everyone's overrated, everyone's underrated. Like it's there's not like there's too much conversation to determine how someone's rated in 2021 to me. Like, I, I don't know. I do there's you no think, do you so your opinion? Do you think people do you think Ben Simmons is overrated? People are the way people talk about no, it. I is. totally agree with Tyler. I don't feel yeah. like I've ever seen anyone fly out of pocket, like a credible person. Yeah. Yeah. Fly yeah. out of pocket on his face. And it, to the, to be honest with you, we talked about this with Blake Griffin. I say the same thing about Ben Simmons. I almost think the fact that the, the, the average fan now wants to be like a GM, right? Like it works against him. Like, when we were when we were younger, I feel like everyone would just have been, oh my God, he's a you know he's a guard who defends and he's that tall. Yeah, yeah. And in 2020, yeah. it's oh he can't shoot the three. He can't like everyone's too conscious of everything to to be able to just go oh wow he's great at these three things. That's good enough to have a nice right. long successful career in the NBA. Right. But like, that, but I, that I, proves I mean, that you're not watching the game though. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. players. I mean yes, it's a it's a three point shooting league. But there are players that are good enough to be good in that league without shooting. You know, Giannis is one of them. There's guys that, you know what I mean, don't need to be able to shoot and can still be good. And Ben is one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can say that a 6'11 guy who can guard any position on the floor, 16, 8, and 8 on like 58% shooting, future defensive player of the year. I don't know how you can look at that guy and say, this isn't an impactful player. You know what I mean? Like, like dude, that is impact in in so many ways but people like i said you know you know like mike said it's, it's like oh he can't shoot the three that in 2021 that's like the biggest fucking knock you can have on you yeah i i i just i don't know he's he's overrated someone thinks he's the best player in the world that person's overrating him someone thinks he's trash that person's underrating him what's the general consensus around ben simmons he's a good player with some flaws i i like that seems like an appropriate rating to me you know right. You know I mean? Man's just wanted to get that hot take off, bro. You know what I mean? He has something on his chest, I guess, bro. I think he's just uh, who? Who is he saying wasn't getting enough credit? 
Tobias Harris. And Tobias Harris. And Tobias Harris is extremely underrated. I he's say. having a good year. I will say I'll, yeah. He gets a check mark for that. Tobias is underrated. Like, yeah, but he, but he, but he took it. He took an NBA Twitter. He took an NBA Twitter take to the to the broadcasting airwaves. What he wanted to say was people should talk more about Tobias Harris. And what he said yeah. was Ben Simmons is overrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Relax, buddy. Relax. Uh, okay, our, our last uh, our last basketball topic is probably the stupidest person in America last week, an announcer of a uh, live stream for a high school girls basketball state playoff game in Oklahoma, saw a uh, one of the two teams kneeling during the national anthem. I'm obviously not going to repeat what he said, but it was vile and racist, and I'm sure that you have heard it across the internet. Um, and in his apology... And this is, I hate this about Twitter that someone does something stupid and everyone's immediately like, I wonder what the apology is going to be like, you know, <laughs> in his apology, he said, I think he said not to, not to use it as an excuse, but I am a type one diabetes sufferer and I'm confident that, you know, and hurtful and, you know, bad things can come out of me at that time, you know, and I'm confident I wouldn't have said those vile things uh, had my blood sugar not been spiking. Really, bro? Uh -huh. I respect, I respect the creativity. <laughs> At least he didn't go with that. There's not a racist bone in his body. You know what I mean? That's the worst, <laughs> that's, that's the worst one. You feel me? Because obviously wait, okay. wait, there wait, are wait, racist bones in you. You wait. just said racist shit. Well, but that's, like, that's my, Myers, Myers Leonard said that. We were just talking about that last week. Where does racism reside in the body? Like if you are God looking at the human body, is it in the blood sugar? I mean, his players is it in the holding bones, the bro? knee, so I guess it does it. When that, when he was standing, they were holding his fucking knees during the anthem. <laughs> so I suppose it doesn't reside in the lower extremities. Is it know? in the so, ligaments? Right, so <laughs> not in the ACL, MCL, yeah. you know what I mean, area. So I don't know. Maybe it's the hips, the pelvis, <laughs> you know what I mean, like. I don't know, yeah, bro. But, yeah, motherfucker say I don't have a racist bone in my body. Well, yeah, you got a motherfucking racist nervous system that relayed that racist shit from your brain to your mouth, <laughs> right. motherfucker. Right? <laughs> I can't, but I really can't believe he went with the, with the sugar spiking shit. Like, bro said, dude, I had too much fucking icing on my toaster shooter this morning. I'm sorry. I became racist because of that. I went a little crazy. <laughs> I went a little crazy with the Mountain Dew this morning, guys. Please you forgive me. You said he was a honey bun away from saying <laughs> <Yeah>. racist <laughs> Like, the honey bun unleashed the racism. <laughs> it unlocked it. <laughs> motherfucker, wait, 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 motherfucker went too wild on the Cocoa Pebbles in the morning. It's bro. like the whistle. You know, it happens Mario to all of us. Three, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it got up to the next level of racism, the honey bun. You know what I mean? Like, dog, bro, like, this is what we're going with now, bro. Get that motherfucker the fuck out of here. You know, like, but I mean, what was the. What were this white packed in two Dunkaroos up. instead of one, bro? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yo, what were the things that he didn't say to get to that? Like, no, this one wouldn't work. This, oh, this is what we'll go with. You know what I mean? Like, I do want to say, I think this is actually, I, I do actually think there's some illustrative things, as we talked about with the Myers Leonard, about what actually racism is and how it, if it ever is going to actually leave how it would have to happen because mm. his partner didn't say shit. No, his partner did not say fucking shit. And I want to point out, these are high school kids. 
They're talking yeah. about 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. And I want to point out, like, that's, I mean, do you think he's the only person who's working with high school kids who feels that way? Especially you know, not in like, Kansas. Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, whatever the fuck. Yeah, like. Dog, but, yeah, like, they- how do you, like, I mean, I honestly think, I don't care. You're trying to be a professional. You're trying to keep your broadcast on the rails. What the fuck ever. You're sitting next to a man who said that about a high school girl basketball team. Right. And you're just like, well, back from the commercial break. But I think, dude, you know you, what I mean? Like, bro, you're like, out of your dude, fucking mind, bro. bro these, they, they, these motherfuckers saying this at dinner, bro. If he's not saying his parents probably say when he goes back to, you know, to dinner at Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's this is very normal in a lot of households. You know, you I mean, can see you, that from the broadcast. You can see that. You know what I mean? So like we talking about post racist dog, oh, bro. This was very normal to him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like and and he and he said that confidently. Of his blood sugar and the fact that he said it confidently around the man. You know what I mean? He says it's probably the first time he says you don't go that far with it. You know what I mean? Like at work. You know, like, and that's the first, you know, like, dog, they've been, that's that, it, it's, it, it was very normal in that space he was in. He just got caught doing it. It's exactly, it's exactly what Tyler said about Myers Leonard. You only, like, he, you only, the shit only came out of you when you were frustrated because it's something you say, bro. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Like, if it ain't in you, it ain't gonna come out to you. It's, it's simple as that's what, that's, that. a, that's our motto on this pod from now on, bro. Again, like, you, your blood sugar didn't spike and you started speaking Latin. You, you said right. something that you say normally that you know you're not supposed to say in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do want to shout out because uh, fuck that guy. And I, I think on this show, we can try and put the camera where it belongs. Shout out to the Norman Tigers girls basketball team. Today won their second consecutive, which is the team he was talking about, won their second consecutive state championship in the state of Oklahoma. They finished a 20 and 0 season in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Shout out to those girls. Shout out to Shante Embry. Their top players going to Texas Tech. Uh, 20-0 and 0 in, a, in a fucking pandemic, man. This will be a year. It was already going to be a year that none of those girls were ever going to remember or no, ever going to forget. Tyler said it. Like high school seniors, this has been horrible. This last year has been horrible mm-hmm. for them, not because they're worried about their safety, but they're worried about their family and their grandparents. They don't get to do any of the positive shit you remember from being in high school. Yeah. And they won a state championship at 20-0, and 0, and that deserves uh, that deserves to be what people are talking about, not this fucking idiot who hopefully is never going to get a job ever again. Let's make it 21-0, because he lost his career. 21-0. They kneeled and got a racist up out his job. You know, congratulations, young ladies. You know what I mean? For sure. But hey, I you know what? I watched the highlights, man. I went. I really was taking it seriously. Like I want to put as much of the positive shit in my head as the negative shit. This is what I do. I get to see kids make these type of memories, and I'm always impressed. I really believe high school sports, youth sports, are if there's a place we're going to change the country, is places like that because that team is is a bunch of black girls on the team. It's, a, it's some white girls on the team. They're working together. They're saying fuck this dude. They, you know, they all talked after the game about how united they were, how united their city was. Their mayor was tweeting in support of them. You know, that it was like a, well, we know, I mean, they were all kneeling together, right? Like the team was kneeling mm-hmm. together. There's something they talked about. They're conscious of these issues. They were proven correct in what they're but, worried about. But all of them were niggas when they were kneeling, regardless of, you know what I'm saying? That's what's crazy. You know what I mean? Like it was white and black people kneeling together. 
but he's addressed, you know, all of them in that way. You feel me? It's so weird that he said that. I felt really uncomfortable about his like saying the that shit with the R right now. Like, you know, like I was about to say it. I'm like, I can't go that far. You know what I mean? Like, dog, I can't even do that now, dog. And I'm a whole ass nigga. You know what I mean? Like, that's wild, bro. Like, he really said that shit. Insane. But anyway, let's move on, dog. Jenkins and Jones is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great! Exclamation point. FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? Uh, FanDuel Fantasy is an easy app to use. That's why I use it. I like that you can pick a new team every game. And uh, I like competing for cash payouts because cash payouts are fun. FanDuel is offering new users a deposit match of up to $500 when you make your first deposit. Go to FanDuel.com slash Cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com slash Cowherd. FanDuel, more ways to win. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop, Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right. Um, we, okay. we, we wanted to talk, you know, obviously we've been talking about it's been a year since the, the, uh, the, the virus began. And I wanted to talk about something I've been observing as someone who does have the first shot of uh, the vaccine. I'm a Moderna man. John is a, a, a Pfizer fella. <laughs> 98% effectiveness, guys. You feel me? Hey, this is if it was Moderna, I would have been like, I, 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 hit me when you get the Pfizer, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. <laughs> if I pull no, I, I dead ass, I I dead ass called my sister and was like, yo, if it's not Pfizer, should I take this shit? And she was like, Yeah, go ahead, but like hopefully it's Pfizer. She, no, the dividing line, and this is this is what I, the reason I brought this up because I'm I'm at a I'm at a cross country back, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a track meet last week. I, I was at Long Beach Poly. I'm hanging out with all the coaches. Everyone there is black, right? And immediately they start talking about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is about to shit. And one of the guys goes, "They don't even have to put that one in the fridge." And so all these dudes had the vaccine and they literally were talking about how they're going to be flexing on everyone who doesn't get the vaccine. That's as efficacious. <laughs> and I love it. First of all, get the vaccine if you get a chance to, but I just was like, this is exactly the epitome of everything uh, that makes me happy to be here right now. Were you nervous at all about the vaccine? No, bro. I think, I think I, I, there was, I had to, I had to talk my mom into it. Uh, I wasn't, I, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The, 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 the only reason is because my mom is at an age where, you know, she, my brother and I, were, we, we were vaccinated against everything we could be vaccinated for when we were kids. My kids mm-hmm. were vaccinated when, when they were born and over the mm-hmm. first couple of years. When my mom was younger, you know, science moves slower. So she remembers taking the polio vaccine, but it took them years to develop that. And because of the technology now to get, uh, you know, the, the mRNA vaccinations out was so quick, mm-hmm. that's what freaked her out. She mm-hmm. was like, maybe I should wait a year and see what it is. And I basically, I told her, hey, you get the vaccine, you come down here and hug your grandkids, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I think <laughs> you got I her think over it quick, but a lot of my family getting it was like, you know, first off, like, dog, if, if, if I love them to death, right? My mom has got it. My, both two of my sisters have got it. You know what I mean? Like, like my grandmother. If they were to turn into a zombie, I wanted to be a zombie with them anyway. You know what I mean? So I'm like, shit, if y'all, I ain't gonna be over here being regular as fuck. Y'all zombies, <laughs> zombies together, the fuck you mean? You know what I mean? Also, I really didn't feel like there was a choice. Like, I mean, I, I, there's obviously a choice not to get it, but I mean, it just seemed like that's just such the better option. You know what yeah. I mean? That I was like, bro, let's just put this shit in me. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Like this shit has been so fucking trash. I don't see, I, 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 it just seems like that, that's such a better option, you know what I'm saying, than, than what, than what, than the other one, you know what I mean? Than, than not getting it and, and risking, I just don't see how, anyway, 
But yeah, like I'm like, yo, zombie me up, dog. If that's what happens, you know what I mean. We, I'm gonna be zombie with all my favorite people. You hear me? Fuck it. You know what the, I mean. The only form my zombification took was my right shoulder was very sore for about a day afterwards. <laughs> I've heard. Too, yeah. I, I know when Shar, when my wife got her second dose, she she was uh, she had a fever and chills pretty bad for about 24 hours, and then yeah, and then now we don't have to worry about her getting the coronavirus. Which or, you know, she's a teacher uh, in North Long Beach, so we've been sort of stressed as they're talking about reopening schools. But mm-hmm. yes, uh, I look forward to it. It's going to be fun on Twitter when everyone starts getting their vaccines and uh, you have the comparisons of, oh, your vaccine didn't require deep freeze storage when it was being right. transported. <laughs> right. You got the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> you feel me? Like, <laughs> But yeah, bro, I'm, I'm definitely glad I got it. I'm, I'm looking forward to the second one on Tuesday. You feel me? Oh, you're that close? Okay, for sure. Tuesday, uh, you're gonna, I'm Tuesday be, and Wednesday, y'all. You're gonna bro, be like, at Vinny. You're gonna be at Vinny's baseball games before you know it, bro. Bro, fast forward, dog. Pew! You know, I'm, I'm actually Tyler. I'm that's the car better, sport mode. Get down there. You feel me, Tyler? That's a better answer <laughs> to your question. Of the last normal thing we did was John came down. I think the Saturday that, before everything shut down for was. one of Vinny's baseball games. Nah. So bro. he came down. He watched a baseball game. We got lunch. Drove yep. around the coast a little bit. Hell yeah, that was a vibe. I fell John asleep took a, a picture of me. In the van. <laughs> Bro, that's my thing. Ever since I was a kid, dog. Once that car gets to moving, if I'm in the passenger side, I'm mouth open, bro. <laughs> Head back, man. You know, I look like the I look like the ring, the girl from the ring, bro. My, <laughs> my head like that far from falling off. You know what I mean? Like you um, caught me. Yeah, okay. it's, it's it's not a fire ass Saturday if there's not a nap in the mix. Oh, somewhere. gotta be a fire and a gotta car be. too. Naps and cars yeah. are different. That's like oh, a yeah. couch nap. Couch naps and car naps is different, bro. <laughs> a bed nap, bro. You know, I don't know yeah. why I don't hit the same. But if I fall asleep watching Netflix on the couch, man, shit, bro. I'm like I'm a I'm a new human when I wake up. That's our uh, that's Shar and I's requirement when we got a couch was we have to both be able to nap on it at the same time. It has to be nappable, double nappable. <laughs> Uh, double napped up on a double Sunday napped afternoon. up on a, on a Thursday double napped up on a Saturday afternoon <laughs> hell um, yeah alright hey so it, look we've been talking about the year of the pandemic uh, we got a message uh, from Bailey on our uh, on our Twitter account man Bailey shout out to you bro your, Bailey, man. Your, your message arrived at a, a moment I think when all three of us kind of needed to, to hear that so we appreciate you and what I would just want to say to this is this, this year is fucking terrible. And if it was terrible for you, guess what? It means you're a human being, you know, yeah. like it was terrible for John. It was terrible for Tyler. It was terrible for me. It's been terrible for every human being on earth. And we just want to say whatever you're doing to get through it. If we're part of that, thank you so much for having us be a part of it. it that means a lot to us. And we have stuff like that. John is now a golfer, which if I'd have told him that on the weekend, he came down for Vinny's we baseball game. it up, dog. He might <laughs> have <laughs> physically fought me. <laughs> Call somebody a golfer, bro. Like, you a golfer? Like, the fuck? I go you go to... say I'm a fuck nigga, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I go for a walk every night around my house, like on my 80 year old Italian grandfather who like, that's what he, that was his way of keeping everything in line when they told him he wasn't allowed to eat any of the food that he wanted to eat anymore. And he said, I'm gonna keep eating the food, but I'll go for walks. Like <laughs> I go for a walk. If it's been a bad day, I'll go for a walk from 11 PM till midnight. bro. <laughs> like, just get it all out. Like everyone has shit that they're latching onto. Um, there's no right way to come out of the pandemic, bro. There's no right way to do it. If you're in therapy, if you're not in therapy, whatever you're doing, I like I've been in therapy this whole time. I got my wife into therapy during therapy the pandemic. Down, boy, like boy down, you feel me? You know, like whatever whatever you are doing, like I said, you're not gonna get an A or an F at the end of this shit. Like <laughs> You're gonna get a what? What was it? What's it? A pass fail grade? You pass. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right, right. It's it, you know it's, it's it's something I've been thinking about is that you know we all went through this shit together and then we're all coming out of this like on our own individual journeys. It's like a graduation of like the worst type of fucking <laughs> of, of, of the worst fucking class. You know what I mean? So that's something I've been thinking about. That's a great way to put that. And I would say even Shar and I were just talking about this last week, man. Like she and I have been together for 17 years when the pandemic began and our relationship has changed enormously over the last, mm -hmm. like everything in everyone's life. My relationship with my mom and my little brother is different. Like there's mm -hmm. no part of any of our lives that haven't been totally transformed by it. So, you know, sh shout out to Bailey. He's not the only, one. we've gotten messages from people over the course of it. Um, but I will say, I actually thought about this shit because people have sent us some really nice messages over the years um, that when we signed up with the volume, we were going to be dropping twice a week. I literally thought about that. Like, I know there are people who are going to be really happy that they get this stupid fucking podcast. Twice <laughs> right. a week. For the twice frisky. a week. You know what for I mean? For the frisky, yeah. So, so. Um, yes, and then we, yeah, exactly. We're not calling anyone broke boys for not being able to sign I up. I never did it. I'll put that. I, yeah, fuck you. But yeah, I was like, sure. bro, man, I call the people. Y'all like, y'all can't get it. You know, I never did that shit, bro. Shit was I I'm in days. I've been down regret. bad, though. $5, man, we used to hurt sometimes, dog. I've been down bad before, G. Um, anyway, if you're listening, I mean, you could buy it. You could buy the homies a one whopper a month if they really the homies, bro. I mean, I mean that's how I always look at it. You know what I'm saying? That's bro, all I look at it. But you know, it was all a joke. It was all in. Of course, it was all a joke, man. Yeah, of course. Come on, and listen. Yeah, I fucking I put two dollars in the gas tank before, bro. Oh like, hell yeah, been, bro. Trust me, everyone on this podcast hell has been yeah. there before, bro. <laughs> we gotta gather up five dollars between three of us. You know what I mean? Just to ride around, bro. Tyler has you, stories. You, you, you ever just? Pour like some change on the fucking counter. You didn't even want to look the cashier in the face. <laughs> and you just walk out like, put whatever this is on pump two. And you just walk out and then you're fucking putting 86 cents. Hey, we are college, bro. You we know used I mean? to know, we used to joke. My, my mom used to joke. They need to put the like a vending machine. They need to put a coin slot in the gas meter yes. for you to, so you don't have to go in and make that yeah. eye contact, bro. That Let shit, me throw my so six quarters bro. in this bitch. Yes. <laughs> I told you how I once like went to Walmart to get a, some ground beef, and my car was fucking denied, dog. It was like two thirty eight. It might have been like three dollars with tax, nigga. I remember the nigga behind me was like, what? <laughs> Just ground beef, nigga. I had on some phone pots and shit. I had on $180 shoes, but didn't have $238 for some fucking ground chuck, nigga. What were you gonna do with that ground beef, bro? Did you have some bread at the crib? I was gonna make fucking burgers, dog. That shit was fucking last me three days, nigga. I walked outside and just stood outside of Walmart, like. 
like, damn, but we earned college, bro, because college was, we was figuring some shit out. Yeah. It was hey. a great time, but I was the brokest I've ever fucking we, been. We, yeah, we, we all have stories. Tyler has stories about the significance of McDonald's sandwiches in college that are not appropriate for the volume <laughs> podcast network. Uh, John, John, I mean, you talk about 238 for ground beef, bro. Like, that's just, that's just what life is like. You bro, know what I mean? At a yeah, certain point. We all point been in there. Time, so that bro. $5. You know what I mean? Hey, if he didn't, he might be able to eat because he didn't pay that five dollars to the homies. Dog. If you, John, if that got, happened to you, he got that ground chuck in Walmart. You <laughs> if that had happened to you in 2021, the dude behind you would have pulled his phone out and got on Instagram and paid your 238 ground beef and put you in a fucking IG story. We were both with motherfucking Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background. We were squared up in Walmart. He ain't gonna have me out here. <laughs> Bro, I get to tell the story as a grown man, right? I don't want to be the 238 nigga, you know what I'm saying, while in college, you know what I mean? Like, we can't have that, you know Maybe what I mean? Maybe so, yeah, you'd be hashtag 238 on Twitter. Right, me. right, right. <laughs> none of that, none of that, none of that, you feel me? With that yeah, motherfucking, man. I will remember <laughs> you. She's playing in the background. So, so this guy who didn't have two dollars and thirty-eight cents for ground beef at Walmart. The slow zoom, and then it cuts yeah. to me standing, looking at the sky, and, and the Walmart parking lot. Like the ominous text for just two thirty-eight a week. You too right. can sponsor a John. You can sponsor a John. Don't you got forty thousand followers on Twitter? Nigga can even pay two thirty-eight. <laughs> Hey, if we ever get big, if we ever get to the Shea Serrano level of supporting America with bro. what we're doing, if we had to call it the John's Ground Beef Fund, bro, bro. I'm sorry, you know I'm what I mean? Like, hey, just everybody. hit us up. We're we're right. not gonna put you to college, but if you if there's one thing in your life you need that you can't afford, bro, we'll uh, we'll we'll find a way to get you the five bucks. Yeah, I'm right, <laughs> dog. Come on, man. Two thirty eight. <laughs> All right. So, so like we said, uh, you know, there's no right way. There's no wrong way to come out of the pandemic. If you're, if you are uh, a human being who's made it this far, bro, like you won the Super Bowl. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're here, you did it. Congratulations. We're going to end the show. Uh, I have a blow your mind segment, similar to what we did with the uh, Marine life last week, but this is a uh, pointed in the other direction for me personally. Uh, and I have struggled with uh, depression and anxiety pretty much my whole life. This kind of thinking is helpful to me. So if it's helpful to you, cool. If it makes you more depressed, my sincere apologies. But gentlemen, I welcome your reactions to the following facts. There are more bacteria living in one centimeter of your colon than the number of people who have ever lived on earth. What the fuck? <laughs> what, the, what does that bacteria do, man? It digests things and it makes farts. The stuff that comes out of the bacteria is what you fart. Certain foods produce, they eat it more. It produces more gas. You fart more. That's why beans and certain other foods cause more gas. I wonder, is, why is that necessary? Why do you need that many bacteria to digest food? That's what's you so don't need weird about know, But that's the lesson, John. They're not there for you. You are there for them. Oh, hold up. Ooh. Explain, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, There's yeah, more yeah. of them in there than there have ever been human beings. In one we, centimeter. Our own problems, our own lives feel very important to us. Consider that, bro. You so are we're, we're like a planet, planet for bacteria. Planet. We're like a planet for planet. bacteria. Right, shit right. It is alive that you cannot see. <laughs> uh, there are more molecules in a cup of water 
than there are cups of water in all of the world's oceans. There is more, okay, a single breathful of air draws in more air molecules than there are breathfuls of air in the Earth's entire atmosphere. And what those two things mean is every time you drink water, one sip, one swallow, one cup, that molecule of water has passed through every person who's ever lived, basically. They should put this in a children's book. I would really have eaten this shit up, too. You know what I mean? Like, I throw this shit at my kids all the time. They don't know what oh. I'm talking about, bro. Like, yeah. be, like Maya will be throwing a tantrum about something. I'll be like, do you have any idea how small you are in the universe, bro? Like, you're wasting time being upset. It's Maya's world. You can't book. say that. She's like, the fuck, nigga? This world, you, are, you are, you know what I'm saying? She's, you are a is, character in my show, bro. She, she's, <laughs> she's, she's completely immune to this logic. But I will, okay, the, the last fact I have for you, you think about the sun, which is at the center of our, uh, obviously our solar system. You think about the earth, the other planets, all the bigness around that sun. There are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on any beach on earth. There are more stars in the universe than seconds have passed since the earth was formed 14 billion years ago. I love hearing shit like this, that, that, Hearing how insignificant I am actually comforts me, bro. It's like, I'm yeah, like, 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 one of my favorite things to do is just to go to the beach and just like stare out into the horizon because it makes me feel like so small and insignificant in a way that comforts me. You know what I'm saying? Do y- y'all the same way when y'all look at out? I like the coast. That's why I'm shit. reading this. That's why I'm reading it. Yes, the beach does that for me. Learning shit about the universe does that shit for me, and it's it's. It's not just comforting, Tyler. I would say for me, it's like very necessary because I get super yeah. wrapped up in my own head. You look at the beach for like 30 seconds and you're like, who gives a fuck? The ocean right. is a god to me, bro. Like literally. Like, you know, when I look at the ocean, I'm like the power and the like the calmness as well. You know, like the, it's, it's like, bro, that shit could swallow me up so easily. And, and there's so even, much more of the ocean than there is of even right. land that we're capable of walking on. Dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> And that's just on our planet. Like, anyway, uh, all of this and more in uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, astrophysics for. Did he pay you? Hurry. You get paid no. under the table? No, but I'm still I'm plagiarizing from his book. I'm plagiarizing from his book for the podcast. So I feel like I, you cash. Uh, I will. I will say that Tyler. I think that that impulse exists in all of humanity. I think that's where religion comes from. I think religion is the combination of people's desire to have something more important than them and the human brain's way of narrativizing things into a story mm-hmm. like i think it's just those two impulses because re- it's like religion sports food and music are like the four constants in human in human beings right like any civilization any continent any time that human beings have been alive there's gonna be religion there's gonna be people telling stories there's gonna be music there's gonna be sports so like anything that's involved with those things you know that is somewhere required in our brains or else somebody would have left the shit out right um (laughs) the other thing that does that for me by the way is my kids and so i do want to give a shout out to our producer james castro nuovo (laughs) there we go not on the pod today uh he and his wife uh, just welcomed their new beautiful baby boy luca Shout out to the Castro Novos. Can't wait to have James back. Uh, maybe we should we should interview James and like really press him. 
You know what I mean? Like, what was it like? <laughs> How do you feel about the universe now, bro? Like, this is you know the second I mean? kid, though. It probably is. You know what I mean? Like, second kid might do a. I mean, I don't know, bro. Second kid changes your perspective almost as much as the first one. Really interesting. Yeah. Because the first one feels like a like a a little bit miraculous, and the second one is like. I have the powers of the universe. Create <laughs> fucking right. humans, dog. You're Thanos. Mike, didn't you I tell Vinny of, of Vinny? Beings. Right. Didn't you tell Vinny one day that, yo, I'm tripping out because you didn't exist. And then your mom and I made you exist. And Vinny was like, oh, okay. Didn't, didn't that happen? Didn't yes. you tell us about that? Yeah, I told him on Father's Day because I didn't, I, you know, because all my shit with my dad, I never really fucked with Father's Day. So like a couple years ago, Shar was finally like, Father's Day is for your kids, bro. Just get over it. You know what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. And I was explaining to Vincent, I was like, what's crazy about it is I'm the same person I've been my whole life. Right. I was born. Here I am 37 years later. When you were born, five seconds before you were born, I was just a dude. And five seconds after you were born, I was a father. And, he, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, that's two completely different kinds of people in the world. It's two different people right. at work. It's two different mm-hmm. people that are, you know, with their friends, whatever. And Vince is looking at me like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad said the exact same thing to me in like a much less eloquent way. He'd be like, bro, you really came from in my dick. <laughs> he would say that I'm, wa- I'm, I'm like I'm like get like walking by him in the hallway. He's like, dog, do you realize you came from my nuts? Like he would just just drop that shit off. But I'm I have like, that same leave feeling. Me the fuck alone, bro. He'll be like, at baseball practice. He does something good or he does something bad. Whatever. It's not like a pride thing. You just look at him like that person didn't used to be here. And then you start yeah. pulling your scope out and realizing that's true of every person on planet Earth didn't used to exist including you including your parents like you weren't here and then you were here and then one day you won't be here again (laughs) it's a it's the weirdest fucking shit in the world and all we have is i guess the space in between those things and uh thanks for wasting an hour of your life on this podcast all right we'll see everybody thursday uh thanks for tapping in hey give us some reviews Give us some five star shit and some reviews and everything and say some wild shit. Maybe we'll uh maybe maybe I'll pull some wild shit for a, a pod segment. What do we think? I'm down. Yeah, Fuck it. Five star us up. Five star us up. All if right, you don't five days. star us, yeah, fuck don't it. Fuck keep that with shit us. to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> what do we that what we used to say? Yeah. <laughs> Leave us alone. If you don't yeah, fuck with us, fuck don't fuck alone. with us. We only, yeah, we yeah, only yeah. want to hear positive feedback and compliments. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Save the constructive criticism for a fucking, somebody else. Sur- yeah, for your fucking survey with Wells Fargo, bro. Right. Like, you know, it's right. a fucking hey, have a kid and give the constructive criticism to the kid, bro. We do not need it for sure. We got enough shit going on over here. We'll see y'all on Thursday. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.